Hello, Dave. Just means that you know I may have to just sit up a bit straighter, which, which actually is no not a bad thing, is it, for posture-wise? Exercise your core strength yeah. muscles, and I can just adjust it as we go. Once you start, once you let me know we've started recording, yeah, I'll right. just. <coughs> wah, wah, wah. Are you Dave? ready when you are? Yeah. Yeah, we we're already. Uh, you oh yeah oh I'll edit it. Edit it out, yeah, mate. It's yeah, fine. Just talking about the mic uh, position. It's very important, Mike's positioning. Because it's all it's all a bit new. Because yes, well, I can already hear acoustically that we're in a different space, it's, and it, I can also see orally that yeah. we're in a different space. Too. Yes, and I, well, I was I was expecting egg boxes on the walls and things. I haven't but got there yet. Not there, but no. uh, you've got to start eating a lot of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on that high protein. I'll look like the Rock next time you see me. You will, yeah. but probably slightly unwell. I don't think well. I'll eat them all raw though, like bodybuilders do. Don't drink them. No, no. Okay. But if I was to eat an raw egg, I'd whip it first because oh, yeah. otherwise the texture's a bit, as you say, snotty. Oh, uh, you don't want a snotty egg. No. That is my, mo- that is my uh, motto in motto, life. Motto, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> motto. So we're in, our, we're, in your, we're in your new studio. We are, yes. Can, I, or can we say it's our new studio for the purposes of this podcast? Oh, fine. Worm your way in there. I know I'm not paying anything yeah. towards the, the costs of it, but uh, <laughs> I am here using it. So we'll you just are. say it's ours. Ours, yeah, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Hey Dave, yeah. What did you have for dinner? Well, I had a, um, I had an, an early, uh, a late lunch, early dinner, mm. whichever way you want to phrase it, uh, and I had a nice beef casserole. Beef casserole. Yeah, it was really nice actually. Warming. Went, now that the weather's turned cold. It was. It was particularly warming actually. Good. Uh, there was some warming signs, some warming signals. <laughs> well, there have been since with your farts. You mean? No, no. I just meant there was steam coming off it. Oh, oh, to say that it was warm. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. that's but always a good. Yeah. It was very nice. Had it with some uh, nice uh, mashed potatoes and a Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then some pudding. I had pudding today. Mm. Yeah, because it's not our usual day. So it's it's a. Uh, but it's a pudding day. Pudding day. Yeah, don't pudding. Because we it. don't normally con- podcast on a Sunday, do we? No, pudding. And, and Sunday is pudding day. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean if, uh, I don't have puddings every day. That's that's obscene. That is obscene. slightly perverted. It's a bit middle class, that isn't it? <laughs> a bit, you know, yeah. for the privileged only. So, what did you day. have for supper? <laughs> I had uh, like a pasta pack, you know, those like boil pasta, and then yeah. you put your sauce Fresh pasta. in. A bit of garlic bread as well with it. Good. So, well done. Yeah. You're doing yeah, it right after I'll all these it. years. <laughs> uh, nice, simple one. Because, you know, working out how the cooker works in your new flat, realising yeah. it's shit, and then just accepting it. All right, just yeah. get on with it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Can you get a little camping stove, just put on the coffee table sure, or something? I've got one in my car. I might just go and cook in the yeah. car park. Go and do it outside. <laughs> well, put a tent up, yeah. and then you've got the whole experience. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off the flat. Yeah. <laughs> just, put, just pitch it up in one of the visitors' parking spaces. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put the visitors' permit on the edge yeah. outside of the tent. Perfectly legal. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hey. Before we do news news, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got a beef a beef? You've got some beef. I've got some beef, mate. Oh, I, had that, I had that earlier. I don't want any more, thank uh, you. I've got a brief bit of news for you. Duck news? No, <laughs> sorry. That's not. Yeah, the other. Well, ducks aren't gulls. They're gulls. An urban gull, is it? It's an urban gull news right. of the sea variety. Okay. Yeah. It's um. So uh, a bright blue tropical bird was was found by some stunned residents in a car park in Carlisle. What? Yeah. A, a bright blue. Yeah, so onlookers thought they were lucky enough to see some sort of rare tropical bird. Um, but of course, it turned out to be a seagull dyed electric br- blue. Oh, right. Yeah. Dyed, dyed electric blue? It was dyed electric blue. Like it was. It, well, if you'd look at this seagull, you'd think that it was in the movie Tron. By what or by whom? Uh, I, I, unknown. Of unknown origin. Oh, really? 
Yes, it's an unidentified flying gull, I guess you'd say. <laughs> it's a, is this a prank or something? Or is it, is it falling into a vat of... I imagine it's... trying to think of something a, blue. A vat of... A vat of blue. blue. vat of pure blue. Just Yeah, yeah he landed in blue. <laughs> what, the band? <laughs> Hopefully not. They're bankrupt. Uh, well, hey, didn't they all go bankrupt? Or well, no? they, can still, they can still look after a pigeon. Yeah, they sure. probably perform at a Butlins pigeon? now, don't they? How dare I? Yeah, lots a of pigeons at Butlins. A seagull, sorry. <laughs> It was a seagull. Uh, it was a seagull. I'm completely confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We just started talking about two completely different things at the same time, like proper podcasters. <laughs> uh, so animal welfare officer Graham Carter was on the scene oh, uh, thank shortly God. after it was discovered and called in. And he said... Do you know what they said? They went, right, we could... They're just the man. Get Carter. Get Carter. Because uh, of the film get, yeah. with get, Michael Caine. Is it, it? about... Um, no, it's not, is it? It's, it's not about a car park in Carlisle, is it? So no. I think it's a bit more exciting Get Carter, that. you know the film about the man who investigates what's happened to seagulls <laughs> if <laughs> they've been dyed blue. Electric blue ones, tropical seagulls. So uh, animal welfare officer Get Carter <laughs> was on the scene and he said, I, how do people from Carlisle talk? He went, bloody hell. What's, that's, not, that's not Michael Gay. <laughs> I've been on this job for 20 years and I've never seen anything like this. This bird was incredible. <laughs> My oh, name that. is not Michael Caine. No, yeah. So that, that, that's his. That's your news in the intro section. Very nice. Very nice. It's always nice to have a bit of uh, signal news. We haven't had one for a, some time. Episodes. Some e- for some episodes. Some episodes. Yeah, yeah that's great. right. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear your news. Would you like to hear my news? Well, I thought we could start with some headlines, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Here's this week's headlines with me, Kevin the Brown, and me, John Bush Senior. <laughs> Factory caught washing, recycling, and reselling over 300,000 used condoms. Alpaca invades football pitch in West Yorkshire. <laughs> Cat owner convinced pet is responding to them with a Northern Irish accent. <laughs> Neither. Kim Kardashian posts a video to prove how many toes she had as amid wild theories. <laughs> wild! <laughs> Britain's dullest man unveils the international roundabout of the year. <laughs> Greedy Labrador ate his entire lead during 15-minute car journey. Oof. Oof. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to hear your impression of a cat talking to its owner with a Northern Irish accent, Dave. Uh, oh, God. Okay, put me on the spot. Um, Think Jamie Dornan as a cat. No, 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 I know you this is <laughs> this is proper podcasting, isn't it? God, don't just turn uh, on at that minute. There. Goodness <laughs> sake! It's not how podcasting works. There you it's go. Not, well, it's not live. Joe and Dave yeah. were properly mental, but now that's confirmed. But now it. I know it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to go first with your news? Yeah, sure. Uh, my news is actually one of your headlines. Oh, do you want to have a guess at which one it was? I think it was <laughs> the one you started waving your arms around about about the reused condoms. I did give it away a bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so the, this is from the Daily Mail. Okay, my favourite. The, um, the headline is, Police sees 324,000 used condoms being washed and resold in Vietnam. Mm. Wow. Yummer, yummer, yummer. Yummer. <laughs> I hope they're using hot water and some detergent. So, uh... Oh, I think it's a bit more, something a bit more industrial. Yeah. I, or I, just throw them away. But anyway, that's not what they've done. Uh, police in Vietnam have seized 324,000 used condoms, which are being recycled to be sold again. Mm. Paid workers were tasked with cleaning the rubber contraceptives before reshaping them with wooden dildos. <laughs> so, yeah, of course, if you wash it, you know, it's not going to look like yeah. something that goes on the end of your appendage yeah, exactly, and follows yeah. it down the shaft. So you'd have to pop, I mean, pop it on a dildo. I, so I just quick 
quickly, uh, maybe a tip for everyone. Wooden dildos, I think, are fine for reshaping used condoms. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't advise on using a, a wooden dildo unless it's been properly varnished, varnished and smoothed over because mm. of possibly you know splintering. Yeah, anything, and especially if it's, like that. if it's MDF as well, you know, potentially toxic. That's right. Um, you, you wouldn't be able to use an MDF dildo in America. No. Because it's banned. It's, ba- it's banned yeah. completely, is it? MDF, MDF in yeah. America. Not dildos. Right. I, right. I love them over there. They love too many of them. But um, yeah, I mean, I imagine they'd stick with a pine or a beech mm-hmm. dildo. <laughs> <laughs> An ash. Yes. Uh, the condoms were then repackaged before before being resold to the public and thousands had already been sent out to the unsuspecting public. I would like to know, um, you, you know, you may, this may come up shortly. Sure. I'd like to know more about the collection process <laughs> of, of the used ones okay, which... prior to the cleaning process. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, the operation, Joe, uh, was being run from a warehouse in the province of uh, Bin, Bindong. Yeah. I think the... the, the the pub, the public have been dong with the, uh, <laughs> been, especially their dongs have been dong by <laughs> cool. it as well. These dong over, yeah. These these yeah, they've been dong with a dong in from in the bin because these dongs have been dong. <laughs> so the areas were the area, the province was bin dong in the south of Vietnam. <laughs> Police raided the warehouse uh, warehouse on Saturday, the of and, and seized <laughs> the used uh, prophylactics. Right, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Tham um, Thi Tan Ngoc. 33. Uh, I'm just going to call him Fam. Yeah. If that's okay. All right, Fam. Uh, the owner, uh, up, Fam. The owner of the warehouse was arrested and claims that she had been receiving the condoms once a month from an unknown person. <laughs> what? All of them from one person? It says from one person. Is this just a fucking massive sex addict? It's just or delivering. I, maybe someone who works in the sex arena. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, that what they do in Vietnam? They work in sex. Is it like Mac, Mad Max Three Thunderdome? Yeah, but it's sex. Not, it's like Gladiator. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. not not. Of you course. will come on my first visual. Oh. because yeah. it was go. Yeah, wasn't it? And don't throw that away. I'll I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. It can be washed and reused. Yeah, <laughs> pop that in the skip. <laughs> she <laughs> with all the others. She pop that in the. Uh, that's in the condom skip. No, no, that one's that that's that's normal recycling. Yeah, that one's for condoms. Yeah, no, don't put it in the bin dong. Put it in the condom bin. <laughs> put it in the dong bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she allegedly cleaned, dried, and sorted the condoms before selling them again to the public as if they were new, according to local news site VN Explorer. The condoms right. were confiscated as evidence, but it will uh, but will be disposed of immediately because they are considered dangerous medical waste. A government official said condoms are classified as medical items. Medical. I mean, I guess <laughs> okay. it's just odd, isn't it? Medical waste. I think medical waste is a fucking bin full of needles. Needles, um, condoms. Yeah, what's the know? difference? <laughs> They're both you, for inserting, aren't they? You say tomato, yeah. I say potato. <laughs> condoms are classified as medical items, so we will take a look at the several laws that the owner has broken. Several laws. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. It's not just one law. Like like the law, the only law would be the washing them. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, glad I'm, there were several laws. Yeah, you can redistribute them, but, but they have to be as they <laughs> are found. <laughs> It is not known, oh God, it is not known how many condoms had already been sold, but load found by police weighed 360 kilograms. Oh, oh good. That's a lot of heavy, yeah. Spunky rubber (laughs) sheets. Spunky rubber sheets? Is that uh, Uh, what? Episode 13. Yeah, spunky rubber sheets. I'm going to get the pen. Bit much. (laughs) Uh, Local reports said they were being supplied to hotels and market stalls near the warehouse. Ugh. Oh. There you go. Used condoms 
in it, yeah I, like i said <laughs> early on i'd love to do some further research about this and find out about this one person source that's the provider but of course it's like it's like the drug trade isn't it but instead condoms that mm. one person who provides the used condoms will have a team working under them who then you know what do they do go out in the streets and collect them well, or unless they're being collected in the worked pla- workplace arena. <laughs> it must come out of the back of a brothel, mustn't it? Surely. So I'd imagine so. I mean, yeah. I don't know what goes or on. Or out the front, you know. Yeah, I think they'll take ones that have come out of the front or the back, to be honest. Yeah. Because they'll yeah. be cleaned up, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Front or back. Top, bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Top, bottom, middle. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely news. Okay. Lovely stuff. <laughs> uh, now, I'm gonna with my news, I'm going to revive something that's been sort of dormant for some time <laughs> a little bit it's not those back of used condoms is it it's not <laughs> no, no that, well dormant you know i would have said used if it's dormant. that's true yeah yeah never used has something that's been dormant been used good question for another time yeah i'll put that to the audience <laughs> comment on our post on instagram uh so yeah dormant for some time it's dave it's i don't know if my, the, the little theme thing but it's conspiracy news oh yeah you haven't done one for a very several episodes <laughs> for, for probably about 20 episodes i reckon where you know back into towards the end of season one well i'll look forward uh, to it then yeah so it's from the source that i returned to again and again when i used to do conspiracy news regularly it's <laughs> yes. the daily express Oh, yeah, they have Un- a bit of that in there, don't they? Under the, the, the weird section of the Daily Express Online, which is a, you know, if you ever feel like scratching the surface of how poor humans can be at humanity, yeah. head over there. The Daily Express have a weird section. Yeah. It must be weird. I would, well, I would categorise the whole paper as under a weird section, really. <laughs> but within that, they've got a subsection of weird as well. Wow. So. I'll have to start reading that. It's great. And the headline is, UFO Hunter thinks he's found a top hat on Mars in NASA photos. Of course he has. Possible abducted human. <laughs> <laughs> Possible abducted, very snappy dressing dressed human. Yeah, 89 Victorian gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, UFO Hunters claim to have found evidence of life on Mars, sharing <laughs> official NASA photos of what appears to be a top hat on the red planet you're taking me where hold on let me get my top hat <laughs> let me fetch my cane <laughs> <laughs> fuck off the supposedly alien object was photographed by nasa's mars Curi- nasa's mars curiosity rover on the 931st day of its mission curiosity has been exploring the surface of mars since august 2012 collecting rock samples and snapping thousands of images for scientists to analyze but of course not just scientists analysing these because it's public data, right? And UFO hunters and conspiracy theorists um, troll through it in the hopes that they can catch some evidence of extraterrestrial activity. Of course, more often than not, they think they have. Uh, Maybe just to justify the amount of time that they spend trolling uh, <laughs> oh, they, they are the real trawler men yeah. yeah oh they crawl out of their basement every now and then and go look look mum i found a top hat this might be one <laughs> get back in your fucking uh, twat head uh, so one of the most promising prominent ufo hunters doing this is scott c Waring, who i recognize that name i think i've brought him up before uh, in conspiracy news in the past uh, and he is of ufo sightings daily so already Daily. they've given themselves quite a you know a, a, a target to meet, haven't they? I do remember that uh, particular club yeah. being mentioned before. Daily, yeah. So according to the self-titled ET expert, aliens are alive and well and are present all throughout the solar system. And although humans are yet to set foot on the red planet, Mr. Waring suggested an abducted human may have already been dragged there by force. Right. Wow. Yeah. Sinister. And Mr. Waring said. 
I found a hat, a gentleman's top hat to be precise. The hat is sitting on its side and is partly buried under the Mars dirt. Maybe it's a side someone from Earth once walked on Mars. A possible abducted human, I would suppose. I would suppose. Uh, but, excuse me, talking. But, however, <laughs> this top hat goes to Mars. I got to Mars. It, it's just the fact that it's there that really gets my goat. Um, maybe it's not a hat at all, but some kind of alien cooking device. <laughs> oh, I'd like to hear more from this guy for definite. Somewhat of leap of logic there, isn't it? I couldn't. It, perhaps it's not a hat. Uh, it could be an alien cooking device. Yeah, sorry, sorry. What is this guy's name? Scott C. Waring. Sorry, Scott. Well, you, what, this thing you found, what is it? Well, what is either a hat yeah. or a saucepan? Yes, essentially, yes. <laughs> uh, whatever the case may be, the UFO hunter argued the real story is how the object got to Mars. He said, oh, he talks more? Okay. He said, perhaps left behind long ago by Martian time travellers taking a dismal look at their future. It's a theory, a hypothesis. Yeah, and now it's starting to make sense, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can put theory or hypothesis after saying nonsense. It doesn't make it any less nonsense. (laughs) And this is not the first time Mr. Waring has dropped such bizarre claims about life on Mars. In the past, he has shared NASA photos of what he claimed were pyramids buried in Mars' rusty brown soil. You know... Uh, he's also claimed to have found an ancient bottle resembling a 2,000-year-old Roman vessel. Okay. By vessel, I'm, I suppose they mean, like, bottle. What, well, he, they, said, they, he said, they bottle said bottle and then, and then vessel. vessel. Which is it? Yeah. I mean, to me, a vessel... I mean, a vessel has, I suppose, a couple of meanings, doesn't it? Boat. Yeah, some sort of carrying... Vase. Yeah, or some sort of um, kettle. Yeah. <laughs> what we do know is Mr. Waring's so-called discoveries can be explained through a phenomenon called pareidolia, which I believe may have come up before too, but, you know, it's, it was a while ago. Yeah. Pareidolia, which is a form of apophania, uh, describes the brain's tendency to see recognisable shapes and patterns where they do not exist. Ah. I've got the, so it's uh, uh, an imagination, a wild imagination. Yeah. NASA said pareidolia is the psychological phenomenon where people see recognisable shapes in clouds, rock formations, or otherwise unrelated objects or data. Yeah. There are many examples of this phenomenon on Earth and in space. So this article has said, yeah, look, this guy's found a top hat. And at the end of it, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's bollocks, isn't it? And also, yeah. look over there. There's Elvis in a cloud. Yeah, it's not. It's... Wait, really? Yeah, there was someone who found Elvis in a cloud oh, recently. Right, yeah, shit, okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't know which uh, era of Elvis. Whether it was early Elvis, like Army Elvis, not like sweaty podgy Elvis, fat Elvis. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll look into it. I'll find out. Yeah, let me know. Um, so there's there's your news, Dave. That's that's your um, conspiracy conspiracy news. The return of conspiracy yeah. news. Are you? I mean. Uh, are you buying it? Are you are you on it? Are you with it? Or I'm not. Fair enough. I still I'm yet to be. Um, you know, I, I I feel like the X Files. You know, what what's the tagline of the X Files? I no idea, like, mate. Never watched it. I believe is it or something? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm but I'm not I'm, I'm not believing. Okay. Your opinion? Yeah, I'm not a believer just yet. But um, <laughs> hey, Dave, what's that red light flashing over there? Yeah, I was just going to say I've got a big uh, red sort of flashing thing. Light, have you? Yes, yeah. Uh, I think you need to go back to the doctor about that. This is our um, round the back answer phone machine, all right. Yeah, and uh, I think we may. Well, I'll just see what I think. There's a couple of messages. I think that's what the flashing means. I'll press the button, shall I? You have two new messages. Oh, round the back. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, you've heard in the news, but uh, I've done 
I've done 400 games now for Burnley, and um, I've written a song. I've written a song, work in progress. Um, see what you see, you think. And I have done 500, 400 games, and I would do 500 more. And I'd be, uh, well, uh, I'm not sure I can commit to that. It's difficult. I might have to speak to the chairman. Um, uh, I'll keep trying my best, and I, 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 want, I want them to want me. Uh, I'll call you back. Hello, hello, my loves, round the front. It's Pauline here. Got another story about the Arsenal canteen. Robert Perez, he came up to me one day. He said, can I, he said, Pauline, can I have uh, some lychee and some quinoa? I said, Rob, you know I don't speak French. Here's your egg and chips and piss off. Ta-da. Beep. Well. Uh, uh, it's, it's good to catch up with them both, I suppose. Yeah, that's uh, it's a quite a good way of communicating with those two, I think. But keep them at a, a safe distance. <laughs> keep them at a safe distance. Yeah, and it didn't, the 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 net of our uh, football contacts hasn't got any broader, has it? It's just sort of the same well, old give, faces. Give but it time. Commitment. It's, it's early days. <laughs> when did we start this? Two thousand sixteen. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Discussed that earlier. We're still in the very infancy <laughs> of the uh, production. Yeah, we're, we're not experienced podcasters at all. No, it doesn't show um, anyway, does it? So, so, yeah. Yes. Not in my day. <laughs> Joe, um, can you? Oh, you pressed it already. Oh yeah. Oh, I've got an. I've got a not in my day for, oh. the, for this episode. Okay. Yes. And what is not in my day? Well, this is a story. It's very. The reason it's not in my day is because it's very a current. Mm-hmm. It's very particular to the current. Uh, Current times, shall I say? Yes. Unprecedented. Oh. Actually, they've become sort of precedented now, really. Well, they have haven't a bit. They? Yeah. Um, so the headline is: German football team loses thirty-seven nil <laughs> after after that's enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> after socially distancing from opponents. Uh, wait. So they did turn out to play the game. They did. Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, so an amateur German football team lost a match thirty-seven nil after they socially distanced from their opponents due to concerns about the coronavirus so let me guess one team sorry not let me guess let me get this straight one team socially distanced and the other didn't yeah pretty much so it it literally ran rings around them yeah but i guess if one team is socially distancing then by default they all are i suppose so because they're keeping distance from the losing side so then uh, how did one side lose so badly i'll let you continue yeah Uh, it's probably best (laughs) Uh, the losing side only fielded seven players as that was the minimum team size required to complete the fixture. Mm. It came after their opponents for the game, uh, SV Holdenstadt 2, previously <laughs> previously faced off against a team with a player who tested positive for the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Despite all the Holdenstadt squad testing negative for COVID-19, <laughs> Ripdorf, this is the team, did not feel conditions were safe enough to properly compete. Right, right, right. So, yeah, you you get you with me now? So it was seven versus 11. So they said they sat to have a minimum seven to mm. complete the fixture. Um, however, this is why they completed the fixture. In the 11th tier of German football, in the heady 11th tier of German football, <laughs> there is a 200 euro fine for forfeiting a game. So they couldn't even, they don't even have the money in the black to no. cover that. The low- Even if they're paying the players? No. That's mad. Yeah. Uh, and so the Lower Saxony's three Chris Class League witnessed the almost 40-goal 40 go- 40 drubbing equal to scoring a goal roughly every two and a half minutes. 
I mean, um, I wouldn't want to be one of those players on that pitch yeah, playing that, for Hold Holstad too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was the opponent. Yeah, or Ripdorf then. R- uh, Ripdorf, yeah. yeah, and it's a tough ask. Uh, the co-chair of Ripdorf, Patrick Risto told ESPN after the game on, on the 13th of September, so quite recently, we are thankful to those seven players who volunteered. Otherwise, the club would have faced a 200 euros fine for abandoning the match. That's a lot of money for us, especially amid the pandemic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you think they'd be able to appeal and be like, you know, we've only got seven outfield players because of this unprecedented bollocks. Well, so. I think because all the players in that squad tested negative, the league went, that's fine. But oh, they, they, but they as a club, didn't, did not feel comfortable. Uh, uh, Mr. Risto added, when the game, when the game kicked off, <laughs> one of our players passed the ball to the opponent and our team walked onto the sidelines. The Holston, this is he's from. He was also in a lower low. <laughs> the Holston, no. So the team walked off. The, sorry, I was distracted by what he actually said. Oh, you were li- actually listening. Yeah, I okay. was actually listening. Sorry, I was, they they just gave him the ball and then walked off the pitch. They passed the ball and then walked off. Now, obviously, this wasn't allowed. And the Holden stud, he goes on, the Holden stud players did not understand, but we did not want to risk anything. For the rest of the match, our players returned to the field, but they only stood on the pitch. There's no perfect solution for it, and we went down this route. We wished Hodenstadt no harm. <laughs> sort of like Yoda meets uh, so I th- Saxon. Yeah, so I think, <laughs> I think he thought, well, we'll just get them onto the pitch, they kick the ball, and then we'll go. Mm. But they, obviously the officials went, no, no. You can't leave the pitch. You have to be on the pitch. So they just stand so at the side of the st- pitch. I wonder if they stood in their positions. <laughs> like Sabutio. Yes. Yeah, they're like, well, this, is, this is me, I can't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. Amazing. <laughs> and, for, and just for you listeners, uh, um, when I said just like that, I was moving like a Sabutio player. It's sort hard. Of, sort of like a crab. He yeah. was crabbing. Crab-like. Yeah. Um, oh. So there you go. Not in my day, Joe, because of... Uh, obviously, in my day... That we certainly we, wouldn't have fucking happened We, we weren't day. suffering from the... Stuff, you know. Filthy muck-muck. Filthy muck-muck. So there you go. 37-0. Oh, that's on your record. When you think about it, if they did do the Sabutio thing, or if they all just stood at the side and just sort of hung out and chatted and watched, 37-0 isn't that impressive, is it? No, I'd the What did the team who had the full... You know, 11 and didn't give a shit about the pandemic. Yeah. Actually do. Well, it took them two and a half minutes like, between each goal. <laughs> it's just a last... You should be, we should like, be in the second. I could just Tens knock it in seconds. from the halfway line if yeah. there's no one to, like, contend with. Did they just keep hitting it at the goalie? Oh, he's not even, he's not even bloody moving. <laughs> Get it to the side of the goalkeeper. The other team were from a different area of uh, Germany. Just slightly Germanic Is that, There's a little valley, isn't there? Yeah. It's sort of cut off from the rest yeah. of Germany where they talk like that. What are you doing, you brats? Keep hitting it. And he stood still, for goodness sake. Yeah, Get it, it to Side of no, him. It's, it's actually it's an interesting story that in 1848 uh, a, a whole town from Yorkshire moved itself to this particular valley in Saxony, didn't they? That's right, Eins yeah. weit dry. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, that wouldn't have happened in my day. No, I think I certainly fucking wouldn't have. <laughs> I swear about it. Not in my day. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of disappointed in that team. I'd like to know more about that. I'm disappointed <laughs> that they didn't get, didn't get to 40, <laughs> yeah, at least. I mean, 40. Yeah. I mean, 45. I mean, a goal for every minute of one half, so a goal every other minute. Surely perhaps, it would be. Uh, perhaps they got to half time then, the coach was like, look, lads, just protect the lead. Yeah. Don't do anything silly. <laughs> Let's protect the win. The three points, you know, should be safe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't go, don't go, don't be Larry. 
That's it. Uh, don't tempt fate. Yeah, don't. Absolutely don't. Um, hey, Dave. Yes. I just, just, Thanks just, for stopping. That's no, fine. Yeah. Just, uh, unfortunately, you know, we do live in a like an ultra capitalist society, don't we? Uh, and it sort of revolves around a, a golden handshake between many different people that um, yeah. supposedly trickles down to the, the, the lower working classes, but it never does. Uh, so as a result, we're going to insert an advert break here. Right. Uh, just to appease the uh, the money men above us. Absolutely, yeah. So, it's out of our hands, isn't it? Yeah, well, see what you think. Dear football fans, yes, it's us, Clarence Clayton Coalfield Ponsonby. And Terence Maxwell Bartholomew Ponsonby here. With another one of the Ponsonby Brothers' bloody good adverts. Do you like hosting delightful dinner parties? Are you the style of the soiree? The belle of the ball? The fraulein of the festivity? The celeb of the social? The dame of the ding-dong? The chic of the shebang? The dash of the disco? The glee of the knees up? The hoe of the hoedown? The bitch of the bash? Then you need Danny Drinkwater's Pink water. Proven to be 100% effective at impressing the shallow. Danny Drinkwater's pink water will charm the tits off of the coolest of cats. Inspired by his love of F. Scott Fitzgerald's classic, The Great Gatsby. Danny Drinkwater wants to bring back classy drinking. But that's right, it's 100% water and 100% thought free. So yes, you can even invite Yaya Torre this time. Drained from only the purest Essex legs, DDBW will quench your thirst for class. Filtered through the finest flamingo feathers, giving a distinctive pink aura. DTPW will tickle the tipple of your most tortuous tenants. Its tenacious temperament is tantamount to tortia. Show off your audacious avarice today with DTPW. And connect to your peers on a level thinner than you thought possible. And due to the fact that it contains nothing but water, it is also ideal for any females at your function. As they will not become intoxicated and inclined to speak up. Thus reducing embarrassment all round. Drink Danny Drinkwater's Pink Water today. Available now at some shops. Thank you for listening to another one of the Ponsonby Brothers' bloody good adverts. With me, Clarence Caton Coalfield Ponsonby. And me, Terence Maxwell Bartholomew Ponsonby. Good day! I mean, these products get more and more relevant for the current age, don't they? I drink it. Uh, yeah, I mean, f- filtered through flamingo, flamingo feathers. feathers. Yeah, only the best flamingo feathers. I, I am. I often feel I am the bitch of the. Uh, what is it? The bitch of the party? bitch of the ball. Bitch of the ball. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I feel like the frau line of the festivity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I, oh yeah. Mark you down as that for oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. You should. <laughs> yeah. um, it's been some while as well since I, th- I think oh, did, since since we had a bit of a bastard. Oh right, so yes, yeah. it has. I was ah, going to yeah. tell you something very personal. There, no, 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 it's no. been a while. For, <laughs> I mean, oh. I'm sorry to hear that. So it's, uh, <laughs> I, there's not a lot I can do about that. <laughs> I don't want you to do anything about it. I'm not going to do anything <laughs> so about it. So don't. Um, no, I won't. Yeah, I'm not. Stop then. it. Yeah, well, stop no, going on about no, it. Put then. it away. Put it away. You, you brought it up. Yeah, there's Pauline did that voice, didn't she? <laughs> she does a lot. Of, she's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's putting herself out there. She is. Yeah, she's got a good career after she was let go from the canteen at the Emirates to pay for all those incredibly scandalous wages. Yeah, oh, but listen, I mean, that's oh, yeah, I'll not get into it now. Uh, so the bastard of the week this week is um, Le Classique. 
Sorry, is that ringing bells? Le Classique. No, is that some sort of publication? No, it's uh, it's the, it's 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 like the Classico. Oh, I see. I know you're talking about football. Yeah, yeah. Of the, course you are. The yeah. French El Classico, PSG versus Marseille. Oh yes, ah uh, uh, yes. Which now I know where we are. Occurred actually some time ago now on the 13th of September. But but of course because I've been in transit to my new place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We haven't our new since our new our place. new studio. Yeah. Uh, studio. So yes, it's the it's the the classic game between PSG and Marseille on the thirteenth of September. Paris Saint Germain. Yeah, and I don't know if you know about this game, Dave. Do you remember this game? I read. Uh, I have read a few things about it. That's good to hear. <laughs> I'll, I'll clarify some of those things, shall I? Thank you. Yeah, uh, the game finished eight versus nine. Right. Yeah. After five injury time red cards and a total of fourteen yellow cards, were they all just stood in their positions and not? Mi- oh no, that was the other game. Sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. They weren't sent off for performing Sabuti. How many moves. red cards? Uh, five. That's a lot for one game. It is. Yeah. So it's eight versus nine at the, the final whistle. Thir- fourteen cards in total. Uh, wow. No, fourteen yellow cards. Excuse me. Three red cards for PSG and two for Marseille as PSG slumped to a one-nil home defeat, which is actually their second. Uh, the first two games of the season they're now at four or five games they lost so for a team like PSG it was pretty it would be like Man City or Liverpool using losing both of the opening games right Man City halfway there um, however since then they've, they've won two following games so they're kind of back on track but they had loads of coronavirus positives in the PSG teams okay sorry I mean coronavirus positives and so they're cut, a much cut down team uh, but it's not really an excuse they had a lot of uh, big names on the on the on the pitch, like Neymar, for example. Neymar, you have who, know him. Who was him. sent off. Paredes, who was sent off. And Kurzawa was sent off. Uh, and Benedetto and Amavi for Marseille were sent off. Okay. Neymar was the last to be sent off in the 99th minute. And on his way down the tunnel, he reported a, res- a racist comment to a match official. Ooh, did I uh, want to hear that? Yeah, supposedly said by Alvaro Gonzalo, I think his name is. 14 players in total were in the referee's book. I mean, that that's... How many pages? And He's how running many, out of bit. Yeah. Yeah. How many pages do, and how many lines per page does the referee's book what have? Do, when they get booked, do you think are they, is he writing down numbers or names or numbers and names? I think it's numbers, isn't it? Because you have to do it really quickly. Minutes? Is it the minute of the game? Yeah, what's, it must what's he do. writing down exactly? I don't know. It's like the Queen's handbag, isn't it? You never know. You what, just don't what's know. Going do you? On there. Yeah. Yeah. So Neymar and Payet have uh, had an early bust up, resulting in yellow cards for both. Alvaro and Di Maria had an angry exchange as Alvaro accused Di Maria of spitting at him. So oh, it was that as well. Okay. Then late on, Di Maria was lucky not to be sent off because uh, he recklessly challenged Payet. Uh, tempers blew over just right at the end, basically, at the full whistle. Right. Uh, Paredes flew into Benedetto. Amavi and Kurzawa... Flew into him? Yeah. Like, like a he's, gull. He's, oh, I didn't know he could fly. But... quick and feathery. Um, and yeah, yeah Marvi and Kazawa kicked each other. Neymar punched Alvaro Gonzalez in the head. I wish I'd watched this game. It's like school football, Dave. Yeah. It's like it's playground. Do you remember the days of the old school? Yeah, it's like Gigi Buffon's favourite. Yeah, song, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and after the game, Neymar tweeted, "The only regret I have is for not being in the face of this asshole." I don't think that translates that not, that well. Does I don't it? think that's what he meant, did he? No. <laughs> I don't think... No. No. Uh, he tweeted, what was he trying to say? He wanted his arsehole on his face? I'll or? read it again, shall I? The only regret I have is for not being in the face of this arsehole. Hmm. Okay. Strange use of... I mean, arseholes are not really face-like. No. Uh, nor do they have their own face. 
So perhaps he means the person. Ah, the person yeah, is an arsehole. He wants to be in that oh, person's face. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, tweeted shortly after the same evening, VAR catching my aggression, because he was sent off as a result of VAR. Mm. VAR catching my aggression is easy. Now I want to see the image of the racist calling me a boop. This is what I want to see. Right. And he's got a point there. Yeah, if that happened, then if that's, it's true, that's bad. Yeah, Very so bad. Alvaro Gonzalo, Gonzalez, sorry, is, is allegedly said something mm. racist, naughty to him. Uh, so the bastard of the week essentially is the whole Le Classique game. because it's just the game, yeah. I, I feel like I've said this a lot on Roundabout, but it's just like, it's only football. Yeah, well, you say that. You, at our level, Joe, In it. it is only football. Yeah, but, but even at their level, right? I just think like they are professionals and with all the kids watching the game these days, you know? Yeah, I know. A bit of role modelling needs to go on there, perhaps a touch. You see, you know, like every now and then a tennis player will lose their cool at an umpire or something or smash up a racket. They did recently, didn't their tennis player hit a hit? Was it was um, Djokovic hit a ball? Oh, but at- that was unintentional though, right? <laughs> yeah. He was throwing it in anger and I mean, it went that- a bit wrong. And she dived. Did you see the way she went? That didn't. It's it like was- the hot dog referee, isn't it? It's like, yeah. you know. Mm, she made a meal the, out of that. The, the, yeah. What's the Italian guy who pushed the referee who played in the Premier League West Ham? Decanio. Decanio. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, he didn't mean it. But the bastard is the whole La Classique, like five players getting sent off, you know, and most of them pretty much after the game has ended anyway, and they're just brawling like kids in front of thousands and thousands of people. Have you no shame? Yeah, and you're right. I mean, there are children watching. There are other people, delicate people watching who were not... Uh, delicate? Delicate-minded people. Oh, I was very... Um, <laughs> well... I wouldn't say that's politically correct. Easily. Just, you said that in a very... You thought about that. Yes. How well, to say that. You say I and thought you, about you it. you came up short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I thought about it and still fucked it up. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, it was a yeah, but no, there'll be a lot of people watching that uh, with disdain. Mm, yes. Uh, I hope they there's some sort of fines for those clubs, maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they will be fine. fine. They'll be fine. Fined. Yeah, PSG will be fine. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, any other comments on Buster's week? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, t- difficult to nail, uh, uh, nail someone in particular. So, yes, the whole game, Buster. I don't want to nail anyone. No, not, uh, none of them. Well, anyway. not, not, not literally. <laughs> Buster. Of the week. And that's your bastard. Yeah, deserved. Yeah. Yeah, deserved. I guess we'll hear more about that, will we? To see what the outcome is of all the uh, allegations and punishments I I do, and fines. I do hope so. We'll, we'll, I hope perhaps we can hear from Neymar via our um, answer phone to see if he's got any clarification well, about num- whether he wants to be in the face of an arsehole. The, the number's on the website. It I mean, is. Just get, get on their name. Yeah, you go to oh. www.roundabout.com forward slash contact. Uh, and the number's like really big right in the middle of the screen there. Yeah, I think it's in like italics or something. Yeah, bold. And underlined. Underlined. <laughs> yeah. But not with the, a strike all, the, all of those three. Yeah. <laughs> Just if you really want to make it clear, <laughs> you know. Uh, Dave. Yeah. Is it time for the... Um, Punderful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. Oh. 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 No, thank you. Oh. Yeah. No. Oh. 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 Yes. Uh. <laughs> say some words oh. now. Yeah. Uh, mm. Crime. Crime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this week's pun category is crime. Crime. Uh, suggested by, was it number one? Uh, I can't remember. 
to be honest, we so had a, we had I, I don't a, want to say it is, and I don't want to say it isn't. There was, a, I think, there was maybe a few people that suggest. I don't know. We had a number of suggestions, didn't we? we so we've got a bit of a backlog. We'll get to them eventually with, with categories. But one we chose for this week was crime, crime and football, crime and footballers, mash it, yeah, footballers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are all footballers. And I did crime. a good impression of a Ponsonby there. Did you hear that? I was no. Hmm, okay. Uh, so, uh, would you like to go first? Yes, sure. Off you go. Puns, crime, footballers. Pun, crime and puns and footballers. Okay, number one. Yeah. In no particular order. Not numbered, actually. Are yours quite broad around the subject of crime? Because mine are. Yeah, it's just different crimes. Um, okay, good. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, this one is not a crime, but it's what you might get if you do a crime. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's what I mean. Around the subject. Sure. Yeah. Jail cliche. <laughs> yeah. That's good, yeah. Alex Oxlade Chamber Slain. Chamber Slain. That's the crime well, to slay, slay yeah. someone. I mean, it's, it's not worded that way anymore, but yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of archaic. Slain, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, oh, I've been slain. <laughs> I am slain. Yeah. Well, wait, stop talking then if you're yeah. slain. Yeah. Um, robbery Fowler. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Robbery. Rob Holding Cell. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, fraud Makalele. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh, burglary Neville? Yes, yes. Uh, Ronnie Drug Dahlia? <laughs> what? Ronnie Drug Dahlia. <laughs> Ronnie Dahlia. He's a drug dealer. Drug dealer with a South African accent. Uh, Arson Wenger. I mean, I just, that was just. Yeah, I've got that one. I'll strike that off. That's good. All right, well, thanks. And, and yours is good too. <laughs> thanks. Your Arson Wenger. Oh, thank Yeah, well, yeah. yeah they're both good in yeah. their own way, yeah. in the same way. Uh, Patch, uh, Brian, oh, hey, Brian, kidnap, <laughs> iron robber, <laughs> uh, Patrick burglar. Oh yeah, yeah, just straight off the bat that one. Christian police sitch. Yes, mm. yes. Mm. Uh, Frank bribery, <laughs> bribery, because <laughs> it's just a B. Yeah. Uh, Raheem stealing. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Why is that one? That one's. I don't me. think. I, I didn't think that was my best one at all. That's really good. But, yeah. Um, uh, Eric Murdier. <laughs> Guys, come on. Murdier. Come on, I can have that again. The accents. That there's, been puns, yeah, there's been a Murdier. There's been a Murdier. There's been a Murdier. 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 I can't get my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Battery. <laughs> you know, Battery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go. I've got Paul Jewel Thief. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Henning Burglary. It's Henning another, Burglary. Another burglary. Uh, my last one is um, Gareth out on bail. <laughs> uh, my last one is the one that made me last, laugh the most, but it's the most sort of broad yeah. around the subject, sort of. Divock Original Gangster. <laughs> <laughs> so as in a, a regional gangster? Original. Not oh, re- original. Not regional, no. <laughs> Regional, regional manager. That sounds regional, less <laughs> assistant to the regional gangster. Less, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. what are you? Are you a Divock original? Are gangster? you? Are you a gangster? I'm a, well, I'm a regional gangster. I'm a regional gangster. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not. Yeah. I'm not a gangster in this area, <laughs> but in the um, sort of southern counties. Yeah, like, I'm very much so a, a gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the assistant to the regional gangster. Berkshire, South Surrey, yes. that sort of area. Yeah, big gangster areas. <laughs> <laughs> Royal counties. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The Thames Valley gangsters. <laughs> oh, so I mean that—that's your podcast. That's episode yeah. That 13. I mean, yeah. You, you took the words out of my mouth. Uh, well, that you, you know, your own words. 
I thought you may uh, be quoting, sort of referencing Neymar there. The only regret I have is for not being in the face of this arsehole. Yeah. But I don't think you were. No. That's good to know. Uh, well, um, well, what's coming well, next? I, do you want to... Or sh- yeah, go on, go on then. Well, we'll have, now we'll be back weekly, I yes. imagine. So this is a, um, not our usual recording day. It's uh, usually not. it's mid mid week, mid to late week. Mid week, yeah. uh, but we should be back to that. You should be getting a weekly uh, portion of us return on your investment of three pounds a month on Patreon. Well, if they're only if they're, roundabout. only if they're doing that because it is it's their true. choice. But perhaps we should tell them about it. I think you just did. Oh honest. yeah, well, just yeah. go to patreon.com forward slash round the back, and then there's a button on there that you can donate three pounds a month or a number of your choice. Nick. It's your, it's your choice. choice. We yeah, said it three times. Had it twice. Now. Yeah, it's it's thrice. Yeah, yeah, just do do what you do what you think is right. I suppose. Yeah, but in, the main thing is be safe and be well. Yes, and we'll see you next week on Round the Back Series Two, Episode Fourteen, coming to a podcast near. Just press bloody button. Oh